0: Ladies and gentlemen, K-12 needs to be reformed and easily can be, but the remedies you typically hear discussed are financial and administrative. But these are only the deck chairs on the Titanic. One arrangement is probably very much as good as another. We need to address the underlying problems, the fundamentals, what the education professors call theories and methods. These are the intermachinery machinery like a computer OS fixes machinery and most of our problems fade away. At a minimum we need to eliminate sight words and restore systematic phonics. Good news, this is easy to do. Children would then in most cases learn to read by the end of first grade think about that. Similarly, we should teach arithmetic in the traditional way and abandon the weirdly dysfunctional new math, reform math, and common core math. The country is crying out for this reform. Thirdly, we should curtail constructivism, which was explained in the previous podcast, and instead emphasize the learning of facts and knowledge, as virtually all schools have always done and continue to do, everywhere but in this country. I often point out that K-12 education is intellectually fascinating, much more than people think. Unfortunately, the field is bloated with weird sophistries and dishonest claims. Most teachers don't even know when they're hurting their own students. Parents understand almost nothing. The problem is that progressive educators are not much interested in academic achievement. They are obsessed with social engineering. That's where you change the child, but you don't educate the child. Now John Dewey said 100 years ago to create a new kind of student as the fastest way to create a new kind of country, a socialist country. He succeeded much too well to save our actual country, the country we love, we must refocus on academic achievement. The education establishment has a reckless, promiscuous way of attacking traditional education. They simply introduce as many irrelevant, extraneous, and distracting elements into the classroom as possible. You have to understand how stubborn and fixated these people are. If they could have the teacher take roll call all day long, over and over, they would do that. If they could have children participate in a fire drill every hour or two, they would do that. The goal is to displace, no matter how, everything that was considered normal a 100 years ago. Anytime you see something disruptive or odd in the classroom, don't assume it's an accident or or sincerely intended to be helpful. Quite the opposite you have to appreciate how profoundly our education bosses despise any sort of normal content. That's why kids today don't know the names of the oceans or continents. They don't know what three times three times three is according to some man on the street polling. I think our professors of education are acutely aware that once a child learns one fact that child may be galvanized, may be excited about learning for the first time which will lead to learning a second and third fact. Then the children are lost forever in this twisted view of our radical educators. Maybe now you can understand why I often say teach something, teach anything. But don't let knowledge be driven from the classroom. Here are some tactics, some guerrilla tactics that parents can use. Find out what hobby or sports a child is interested in. Show the child YouTube videos related to the subject are of interest. Also give books or magazine subscriptions. Every city has a factory, an unusual business of some kind, a museum, a historical monument, an art gallery, anything out of the ordinary that might awaken an interest in the child. Don't be afraid to be clumsy and promiscuous. Like the educators getting rid of knowledge, you can bring knowledge back. Yes, I do suggest that you not think of these efforts as teaching. You are merely sharing your knowledge or your enthusiasm with others. Sharing is a good thing. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene so many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. 2. By doing that we will have better schools at less cost. 3. Nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930's were the big questions of the 1960's and the 1990's. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. 4. The big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter, he said. The beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. 5. Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. 6. If we're going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K-rate right through college. 7. Analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.